Uh, let's go. I'm so happy. Let's get a. Let's go. Number uh, 45. 45, the Michael Jordan sequel. It's like mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan mm-hmm. pod number two. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, it's really crazy. We're still plugging along, still shipping out it. this contact twice a week. Twice a week, no more, no less. Mm-hmm. We out here, which is grinding. awesome. Yeah, we really are. We really, I love it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm happy as folk. Has a clam. Happier than a clam. Got seafood on the mind because of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, back to work, Jesus. Back to work. Jeez. Sheesh. 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 All right. All right. You've been practicing. <laughs> I love that so much. <sighs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I love it a lot. <laughs> um, other than practicing your sheeshes, what have you been up to this week? Um, not much. Uh, I went to Salty Girl recently, or Did Bar you? Salty. Yeah. When? Um, yesterday. What'd you get? Or two days ago, or two days ago. Um, you eat the lobster and we, waffle? No lobster waffle this time. Uh, I went, um, it was like, it was pretty much a date, which went pretty well. Cute, cute. Um, yeah, it was cool, it was cool. Uh, yeah, so we got the crab roll, which mm-hmm. is really good. Um, we also got a bowl of chowder. Uh, salmon, like, it was like sashimi salmon, but it was like salmon on top of avocado. Interesting. Uh, and then we split a warm with butter lobster roll. And she knew people there, so we ended up getting drinks for free. And then we got ice cream, which is dope. Nice. Wait, the um, crab roll, you're talking about like that sushi roll? Yeah. Yeah, th- that shit was good. It's so good. I would have just bought like... Like four of those. Yeah. That's a really good seafood place. <clears throat> I know. It's so good. They have they have other things on the menu, but like the food is just so good. They do everything really well. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of like interesting dishes too. They have chimichurri yeah. lobster. Yeah. Which I've like never or, seen. Or um there was a sashimi scallops that we didn't get, but we wanted to get. We just oh, didn't. Wow. I think I tried yeah. that, um, and I didn't like it. I just I just don't like raw scallops. Ah, uh, but that makes sense though. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, I did that. That was really fun. Um, I also watched the show The Challenger for the first time. What's interesting is I remember The Challenger from years ago, being mm-hmm. a kid watching it. Um, so I guess it's a lot of the same characters are on the show. And, like, new characters, additions, um, things like that. But the craziest thing that I found out is looking at one of the characters, they seemed like a, they looked a little familiar. Mm-hmm. And the show's really interesting, but it's one of the newer characters. Um, and it turns out that my trainers actually train this guy in California. So I was like, what? It's so funny how, how like absurdly small the world is you think you're like so distantly connected to someone but yeah you're literally only like one person away so i thought that was pretty cool that's interesting they're in your trainers are in california yeah <clears throat> hmm. did he like used to be here and move um out, yeah so i knew so i knew cheyenne she used to live here uh-huh. um and she ended up marrying well, someone from back home, and then she ended up moving back to California. Um, so, oh. yeah, but it's, it was just interesting seeing that. That's like only seeing the show that one time randomly on like yeah, a win. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Like I would never be on that show on yeah. my own. I would never watch that show on my own. But like waiting each week to for the new episode. Yeah, exactly. Not me, but. It was kind of interesting. That's cool. So yeah, that was about, 
most interesting I've been for the past couple days about yourself? Um, <clears throat> interesting things. Um, I worked yesterday. Uh, okay. It was pretty busy. I had a really great table that was really nice, and they tipped well, and they were uh, fun to talk to. And they, um, one time when I was stopping by, they were like, hey, do you know what NFTs are? And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, funny you should ask, because mm-hmm. I'm doing a podcast on NFTs tomorrow, and uh, mm-hmm. so they followed. So, shout out to them if they're listening. Thank you oh, for following. Awesome. Um, did they have no? They have no understanding of it, or did they just have interest? Um, we didn't talk about it in too much detail. It seemed like mm-hmm. they were just sort of curious about it. Um, they they seemed like they wanted to listen to the episode to learn about it more, and I told them that you would. I told them that you were like better versed in NFTs, so like the mm-hmm. podcast is basically going to be me learning from you, in a sense, like partially. Yeah, I did a little bit of my own research today, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it was cool to yes. have like that's a perfect. Nice I'm glad that real world application. Hmm. It was awesome. That's cool. Shout out to them. That is cool. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, been um, working on my Neuralink essay, as I have been all semester. For the thousandth year. Yeah. This time I'm like trying to find sources. I need to find yeah. 10 sources for an annotated bibliography. It's kind of annoying. Uh, mm. But I got to find like five peer-reviewed journals and all that bullshit. Fucking... Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, yeah. It's tough with Neuralink because it's like such a it's such a new technology. Yeah, that very new. It's hard to like, I don't know, prove. find any new information on it, or because all the re- all the interesting things that you'd find on it would be so cutting edge that like it's unlikely that there's any like peer reviewed essays on right whatever they're talking about. And it's almost like all speculation because like it's just in such early stages and like mm-hmm. their their goals like haven't ever been met before <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. i don't know it's hard to find like supportive uh sources for that but other than that i've just been steady mobbing all right let's get it i love it <laughs> uh, but today we're doing nfts Deep dive. Kerplunk. Oh, that's when we need a soundboard for a deep dive. Because then we could do like a plonk. Like a a, drop of water. (laughs) Yeah, we have to figure that out. We really do. Who's going to have the soundboard if we do it remotely? Or like continue doing it remotely? How we would be able to get one? Who would have it? Yeah, who would have it? I think I would have it. Yeah, I think I would have it. So, well, maybe we could put it up to vote and see what people believe. Nah, the only nah, thing nah. is, though, I would be really hurt and annoyed if I lost. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. Probably <laughs> <laughs> like ruin the podcast. Yeah, right. We'll break up. There'll be no more yeah. episodes after that poll. Yeah. Um, Unless we tie. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. So NFTs, like Mike said. Uh, short for non-fungible tokens. Uh, for those who have listened to the podcast before, this is not something new that we've talked about. Um, we've been talking about NFTs for what? Like, it has to be months or like blockchain for months. Yeah, at least like um, a month or two. Yeah, so if you don't have a full understanding of blockchain... Uh, this is for the people who have been listening to the podcast for a while. We'll give you guys a little bit of information to like catch you up. But um, pretty much the NFT or the non-fungible token is a file uh, used to create a digital representation of a specific piece of content. Um, so it can theoretically be any form of consumable media um, and is valued on how many of the tokens were mined. So say if I wanted to make a NFT of my hair pick, uh, I used this example last pod. Um, if I wanted to do a 
create an NFT of my hair pick, um, we can create or mine, say, 500 versions of my hair pick and then sell them to collectors. So it's really just a digital form, uh, digital form of memorabilia. Uh, and since it uses blockchains, there are no forgeries. So you can't have a fake uh, version of an NFT. That's where the non-fungible uh, part of the name comes from. Um, so yeah, all NFTs are pieces of information that store when an NFT was made, who owned it, uh, who sold it, uh, who bought it for how much it was sold for. Um, so pretty much it's just a package of information. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So when you got like non-fungible versus fungible items, um, a fungible item will be like a, uh, art piece or the money that we use today, um, trading, trading things, trading cards, those things are, you can make fake versions of them, but you can't do that with, uh, with, uh, NFTs. Can't you, well, I mean, I'll get in when I, oh, I'm up next. Okay. I'll just get into mm -hmm. it then. Um, so I'm going to go over a few myths about NFTs that have been coming up because NFTs are like just really blowing up right now. Uh, and they're not and and what's crazy is that they're blowing up now, but they've been around for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, since I'm, about 2017, there's probably some people listening who remember. A lot of people don't, but there was a like a frenzy. There's probably people who still participate, but it's the uh, what was it? The um, crypto kitties. The crypto kitties. The crypto kitties, and it was just the earliest version of it where they would set, where people were buying, selling, and trading uh, crypto kittens, mm -hmm. and they were making a lot of money off of that too. It's crazy just to see how many applications blockchain has. Um, and this is only the beginning. We're Mike and I in the future also will talk about the other applications because there's so many applications that you wouldn't even think of. Like next that I think is going to come up is the medical field. Uh, a lot of storage of information for doctors, nurses, uh, people who work with um, with with people day to day and have a lack of information. So we'll probably talk about that in the future too, but I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. And, um, another interesting one that I found recently, I just saw Theo Vaughn tweeted about it and it's called, uh, BitClout. And I sent yep. you it. It's, it's confusing like on how it works, but it's basically people. It's basically like stocks for, well, crypto stocks for individuals. So like, there's a there's an Elon Musk coin and there's a uh there's like an Ariana there Grande there yeah there's a Chibot, what whatever his name is coin Chamath Pali happy to you right happy to see you right <laughs> um and there's also like a Justin Bieber coin and uh it's supposed to be like you basically invest on how you think like that person is like their following, uh, like how their following is doing. So if you think, like, say Tesla is about to like release a a big thing, or like Elon Musk is about to do hold like a press conference about like a new project, like you mm -hmm. might you might go invest in his BitCloud to mm. see if his following is going to uh, be growing or whatever. Bit clout, so Bit it's clout, like a blockchain yeah. based on clout. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but that's another interesting, like another blockchain thing that's uh new and kind of like I don't know, it's weird and futuristic. It is weird. It is very it it, it and it naturally should feel very futuristic because it is in a lot of ways. We are currently in the future. If you agreed, haven't agreed. noticed. Um, but okay, I'm going to go over some of the myths of NFTs mm -hmm. right now. Because we're in the, like, it's got so much attention recently. People are talking about it. And, like, obviously people are going to make some myths up. And people, you know, 
Um, mm-hmm. First one, NFTs are a bad investment. Um, so yeah, this is a myth. There's a, you can be making money from investing on NFTs currently because it is so new. It's definitely like risky, but they have these things called open editions. Um, and this is when as many editions of a digital collectible are created as there are willing buyers, but only in a very small window of time. So the NFTs will be produced like a certain number of them will be produced and they'll be available for a limited amount of time. And like the people who buy in that limited amount of time, um, are able to resell them after that period of time for a higher price usually. Um, so that kind of like gets rid of the scarcity factor because Mm. there's like multiple editions being produced, but the, like the time factor also like plays with the value of the NFT. Mm. Um, Another myth is that NFTs are bad for the environment. This is because people just think that if there are so many NFTs being exchanged, like at a certain amount of time, uh, just like the computer processing, like the energy that that takes for those transactions to be taken or to be made, that that's like bad for the environment. But um, Mm. apparently... Um, the computers running to process blockchain transactions will consume exactly as much energy regardless of how many NFTs are minted. Um, and mm. people are working to to develop more energy efficient ways for these computers to operate. So they are like working on all like the transactions of blockchain to be more energy efficient. But mm. as of right now, the number of NFTs being traded doesn't have any impact on the energy being used. Um, And then the last myth that I thought was interesting is um, NFTs promote forgery and misattribution. Um, So Z, you were talking about like how it kind of makes it so you can't make fake NFTs. Mm -hmm. But you you sort of can because it is possible to make a copy of the media and mint your own NFT token with it, then pass it off as the original and hope that no one bothers to check the blockchain records. So yeah. like, so you can make like if, a duplicate and then if people aren't like well-educated on NFTs and like can't trace back, you know, if it's mm-hmm. like the original or not, then you sort of can fake yeah but like that you can fake it but it's like hard it's not as easy to get away with when we were in like the physical world right yeah and the digital it's like they can like i said you can check it back to the blockchain records mm-hmm. and find out that it's fake. but you could get pretty far with that you can make some money off of that yeah um but um yeah especially at this time period when people are like sort of yeah. on it less educated and they don't know it. yeah yeah and people just don't know like it's 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 what's the most wild part is that it's hard that just to get somebody to understand to the point of what bitcoin is to then that people are also using the same technology to create nfts mm-hmm. like it's there's a it, there's a lot of lag behind what people know and what where the technology is right um so nfts guarantee ownership of an asset but not that the creator of the asset isn't knocking it off. So mm-hmm. it does, it's like blockchain is still very like secure and like mm-hmm. it's all traceable pretty much, but it's also untraceable, <laughs> mm. but it's very secure. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's extremely tra- traceable, but it's so abstract. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking before how, and we might talk more about it later, but how governments don't really like blockchain Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that as long you can't really shut it down because it's a network used on all computers or on all computers that are taking part. Mm-hmm. And if even if you were to t- shut off every single computer in the world, if one person plugs the computer back in and runs it, then blockchain's back. 
Right. And that's just impossible at currently to police. Mm-hmm. And they want to tax it, but they can't yet. Yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of movement. So that's another reason why a lot of people today, we'll talk about this later too. Um, rich people are putting their money into it because it's very safe. Um, uh, Mike, I wanted to grab into the allure of NFTs, which is huge mm-hmm. to why people want to get into them. Um, yeah, like for uh, Jeff Wilson, he's the founder of SportsCardInvestors.com. Uh, he believes that uh, the what's driven up the price of current NFTs so high has been that there's been a lot of new um, new investors and there's frictionless flippers have sped up the, the, the acceptance of NSTs. So frictionless flippers is in like that you can purchase an NFT and resell it immediately after and get a and get a profit without having to wait on appraisers and people who really know cards to come and discern if they're real or not because everything on the the network is going to be uh is non-fungible um so it's just a whole new way to trade um So it's it's really interesting on how like it's been how it's moved, um, and the whole as a whole the entire NFT specifically Top Shot in my examples here, um, the whole NFT movement has grown so much. Um, Crypto Slam, which is a third party uh, NFT tracker, they found some pretty interesting stuff, where on February fourth of this year. Uh, they show that there had been $49 million in transactions done on Top Shot to date. And by February 22nd, a uh, little under three weeks later, Top Shot had moved to over $47 million moved in 24 hours. Oh, damn. So, like, they're, they, they've, they did all of the sales that they had ever done in yeah, 24 in hours just three weeks later. Damn. Um, today, which is only a month later from, from, from what I previously said, February 22nd, uh, there have been over $370 million have been moved between users on Top Shot. And that's just absurd. Yeah. Um, this time last year, Top Shot had a valuation of $250 million, And today their valuation's at, uh, $2 billion. So it just shows how much interest in a lore there is behind the whole nft movement that's why so many people recently have been asking like what's going on because it seems like there's so much uh like uh notoriety about it you know mm-hmm. um users have made a lot of money uh using it uh users like hurtado he's a math teacher from california who originally was interested in basketball, would spend time with his children, talk like this, his students talking about basketball. Uh, his son and him collected cards and he was asking one of his old heads like, hey, what should I move on to? And the guy's like, try out Top Shot. So the first week of Hurtado's trading, he spent around $150 on packs. And today he's invested around $2,000. Um, and by February 17th, that investment of $2,000 grew to $27,000. And then five days after that, it was worth around $130,000. So we're talking about in the span of like a month, a month and a half, he was just right, right place, right time Yeah. in a massive movement and made a good amount of money. That's crazy. Um, two quick things, uh, could you give me a refresher on what Top Shot is? Um, yeah, so Top Shot is one of the the bigger uh, names in the NFT movement. And their style is a little bit different. I don't like theirs. Um, some styles of NFTs directly use items. So it'll be like a, like, for example, my pick. 
mm-hmm. for that example. We're only selling my pick and we're doing a certain amount of those uh, mined and we're going to sell them. For Top Shot, they use moments. So they'll take a small clip from a sporting event and they'll sell that movement. And what differentiates them is they're different tiers of the same exact moment. So there's like legendary tier um, and different color tiers to pretty much discern like how much value it's worth. Mm -hmm. But it's the same exact moment and it's easily found on the internet. So I can go on YouTube and find that same exact moment or go on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere else and find it. But specifically for uh, Top Shot itself, um, they they can sell the same moment for either $500, $500 because it's a gray version that they only, quote unquote, mined 100000 uh, a 100, of. Mm-hmm. Or that same moment could be worth uh, $5,000 because they only mined 100 of them, okay. which I don't like. I feel like that just drives value like without there being value, you know? Yeah. That is like interesting um, though. Like a rarity. Which a lot of them. Yeah. So you like you said earlier that uh that it it should be against the scarcity factor. Mm-hmm. Um because usually if it was more scarce it should have a higher price naturally. But when you're selling the same moment and just saying that the difference is based on your determined tier list, it just doesn't make sense. It seems like it's it's counteractive to actual supply demand. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is like a different system because it's like yeah. the way that NFTs are like fabricated is like different than how things have been fabricated before. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's so different. Like, for example, like over over a month ago, February 22nd, a Donovan Mitchell assist was trading at $70. Um, was trading at $70. And today, that same card is worth, well, NFT, is worth anywhere from $700 to $1,000. So like in a month at... 10x like 13x you know what i mean and it's it's just weird you know like mm-hmm. nothing fundamentally changed about the card like right yeah it's just today like the people are just attributing a higher value to it um Correct. and that's and that's a cheaper nft today Upper end NFTs like a like a legendary LeBron two handed reverse sells for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy. Or as oddly as as a single pixel selling for nine hundred thousand dollars, a single red pixel <laughs> NFT selling for nine hundred thousand dollars. Me and Z were talking about this off pod, and I was I made like an argument that this guy, if this is like. This guy basically who owns this red pixel now owns like the col- that color red in the mm. NFT world. Mm. Um which I thought that was pretty cool. Just like owning a color. Um mm. But I wanted to ask one more question real quick. Um do you know like in the case of the math teacher um mm-hmm. and him buying like packs what what comes in a pack is it just yeah, like a so ra- it's is similar it- to like trading card packs okay so it's like you go on there and you buy a pack and some randomizer is going to give you whatever whatever you know what i mean um and sometimes you may get cards or nfts that are worth uh I don't know, like pretty much no money, like a TJ McConnell card. That's Mm -hmm. not going to be worth that much. Um, Or you're going to get a card that's worth like a bunch of money. You know what I mean? So that's what people will want to keep buying these packs for and hopefully get something good. Yeah, I kind of want to buy it. So it's very similar. 
We should look into how to buy a pack. You can. You can go create an account right on Top Shot. Um, it's very accessible now. It's crazy because remember how difficult it used to be to get a Bitcoin? Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't just, like, naturally get them. You couldn't get them on Cash App. And this is a, one of the things I want to ring the bell on is that there's people who I've said this very, very, very often on this pod where there's people who are going to 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 show up late, people who already had the idea and people who didn't even know that it happened or is happening. And this is what's going on right now with with uh, Bitcoin. And I think we're starting to transition into the, into the stage of people who are showing up late. We're mm-hmm. just at the just 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 the beginning of that, and we're ending with the people who got there early. So over the next year or two, I think we're gonna get people who are gonna be very late to the party. But yeah, still we're seeing how it's been more accessible. You can get it's a whole new level of acceptance for Bitcoin. There's NFTs that I can create an account for and buy different moments. Um, Top Shot is gonna be moving into other athletic ventures as well. They're gonna get. Um, uh, uh, MLB is coming on. The NFL Player Association is trying to get on, but they're having a little bit of pushback. Um, uh, MMA is trying to get onto the 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 NFT uh, movement. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of different sports leagues. Um, Morgan Stanley is creating a an ETF, an exchange uh, traded fund. Uh, that's that's built on blockchain so it's ways for their users to to get into blockchain um and diversify blockchain you could buy a tesla with bitcoin now um it's it's just blockchains being built and accepted before our eyes and i think that there's a lot of people who push back against it but i think it's just happening mm-hmm. like there's not much we can do about it it's we're not going back I want to put money in the blockchain ETF once that's made. Yeah, so I know, I think uh, ARK, I think, may have one too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it. I think it'd be a smart idea, in my opinion. I think it'd be a smart idea just because if you see the writing on the wall that everything is going digital, like, it's just a matter of time before our information becomes digital too. So yeah. money is one of those things. That's true. Um, cool. Um, mm. Was I going to say something? No, I guess not. Um, should we get into discussion questions? Yeah, I feel like I just want to... There's a lot. And I, I just... Before we move to them, I just wanted to say again that I don't think this is going to be the last time we talk about blockchain on this podcast because there's so many different uh forms that it could take Mm -hmm. um which i'm excited for i want to see how things go like in the future a lot because i was curious to think about how like well yeah maybe we'll i'll develop this idea a little more and bring it back to the pod but yeah let's get to discussion questions all right um but yeah, I agree with you. I think we'll continue talking about it as like different things pop up. For example, the big cloud thing. Like I'm sure we'll be talking about that if that shakes out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um. All right. First question: What type of NFT would you want to own? Um. Because it can technically be book. like any media, right? Yeah. Can it be, it must, yeah, it can be audio, right? Yeah. Um, it can store audio. I think yeah. I would like a, like you said, maybe a legendary uh, two-handed reverse <laughs> dunk LeBron, by LeBron. Reverse, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's like an old school like, one, like maybe like Michael Jordan's like from the free throw line dunk. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah, which was there. What do you think? What would you get? For me, like what I would want to own in NFT version. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hmm. I'd probably say, I feel like I wouldn't mind a sports moment. NFTs are just so weird to me. Maybe like a piece of art. Yeah. You know yeah, what else? Art, probably. I just had two other ideas. Uh, one would be like maybe an anime theme song <laughs> that you could just. Oh like, yeah, like a uh, blue, like what is it called? Blue. Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah. If you could pull that yeah, up at a. At you own Bluebird. Mm. Like a thousand of the Bluebirds yeah. original recordings. Or just like funny memes or like gifts that you can like incorporate in your life hmm. I feel like that'd be funny like a funny use of NFTs hmm. um, um, I want to go to this one alright are NFTs the real deal or are they a bubble I think they're the real deal for realsies yeah um, I think they're sort of like acting like a bubble right now, but like, mm. I think everything's just going to level out eventually. Shake out. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how I feel too, but it's, but like everything about it <laughs> seems like a bubble. Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I think it, it, there's people trading for things that don't have like inherent value. Mm-hmm. There's people like buying things with the only goal to sell it to someone else at a higher price. Yeah. Like it just seems like something that's built to fall apart. Like all the prices are sort of speculative and yeah. Top shot, I think makes no sense. Like I understand it because it's like all money is really like a social contract mm-hmm. that we all agree on. But like, at, at least there's some consistency with money. Right. It doesn't make any sense because if it was based on... it's, It seems like it's trying to be based off of scarcity, but not have the limitations of being based on scarcity. Right. So it's trying to, like, do both. But it's like, well, that's where it seems like the value it aren't correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I would agree with you on that. I think it, I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel like there's just so much hype for like Bitcoin and all this blockchain applications because it's like so new to us. And yeah, I think once we start to like figure it out more and everyone gets a little more educated on it, it'll start to regulate Mm -hmm. itself and kind of balance out. That's what I, um, Yeah, that's what I I hope would happen. Because I know a lot of people put like there's Hurtado is not a millionaire. For what I look at the way that this is going now is that. Well, he may be, but the way that I look at it's going now, it seems as if this is just a new tool for the rich to hide their wealth into and spend money on things that. That they're bored, and they want to spend their money, so they just want to put their money into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's somewhere <laughs> safe where it's not, as of right now, is not being taxed. So, I I would feel for the people like Hurtado, who aren't making probably as much money as a lot of other people who are buying these, like, $900,000 pixels. Yeah. Um, where, if, they, if, it, if it is a bubble, I'm scared for them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But with that, I hope I don't think it is, but and I hope it is not. But and I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, um, I just actually signed up for Top Shot to try to. I'm on like a waiting list, I guess. Um, yeah, there's mad people going in there, bro. Like, yeah, the number it literally they they what they they eight times what they were making before. So that means that there's a whole lot of users on there now. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this about when it was when it was 
peaking like this was about a month and some change ago. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try to get a pack, at least one pack. Do you think you'll try to get yeah. a pack? Hey, if you get a, I think we should try to get a pack. Yeah, I think we should just see what we got. Like, might as well take it on. Like, we can only I also lose think it's however much we put in. So, yeah, I think it's smart for people. In my opinion, I do, but this is an advice for you. But in my opinion, I would say research more on blockchain and NFTs. But I don't think Bitcoin is a poor place to be putting your money. No. I've seen too many times to this point where companies, uh, professional athletes, friends of mine, myself, have put in money and then watched it grow. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say at least look into it. Yeah, for sure. Um. Next question is: Do you think eventually NFTs will be traded like trading cards? I think that right now the NFT market is the most similar to the digital trading cards that we've been to. Because there have been digital trading cards before, mm-hmm. but not to this scale where like things are being traded for thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, right. Um, n- not to this scale. I'm trying so to. I do think. Go ahead. I do think, yeah. But it may take a different form. It'll be traded similarly to, but it'll be different. Yeah. Um,. It'd be cool if, like, there was, like, a... It would probably just be on your phone. But I was thinking of just, like, a... Maybe, like, a Game Boy-looking thing where you have all of your NFTs and, like, kids, like, trade them at school and stuff. Yeah. Yo, like, Mike, I wouldn't even doubt it, bro. Like, is it so far out of the question that Pokemon would create an NFT trading game? Like... No, it's not no. that crazy. It's not, it's not so ridiculous anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If someone told me that in ten years that kids would be trading whatever new Pokemon or whatever it's gonna be, and trading it that way on their phones, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's interesting that you just mentioned that made me think of. Um, I watched like a video talking about like new video games coming out soon, and um, one of them was an MMO. And it's like, they have a blockchain economy. Well, they have, it's not out yet. So it's like, they're proposing a blockchain economy where in-game items are always like traded with blockchain. Um, I thought that was really interesting. You'd rather have it. Like, because what's also so interesting about blockchain is that... It's trying. It's it's the closest hedge for your money that we've had to gold since gold. So gold is generally an appreciating asset, or is very closely uh, connected to interest rates. Um, mm, yeah. So I think when interest rates are down, the value of gold is up. It has an inverse relationship. Yeah. Um. So this is the closest that we've had to something like that. So it's in people's interest to trade using blockchain because it isn't it's it's a next step. So instead of having an inverse relationship to interest rates, since blockchain isn't connected to any one government, it is generally an appreciating asset. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's why a lot of governments don't like it because it's pretty much anti their current systems. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's very good for the people. So I think this is something that the people would enjoy, but the government is not going to enjoy or governments will not enjoy. Yeah, they're not liking it so far. Uh, No, they are not liking it. Uh, I think uh, India tried to get rid of it. And then, like, a bunch of smaller blockchain people just started popping up around the country and are still mining it. So they're having trouble trying to, like, fight against it. Hmm. And it's like, you can't really fight against it. You know what I mean? It's literally, like, the next development of the internet. So 
It's um, immortal. It's very interesting times to see. It yeah. le- legitimately is is. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I think it's possible that we could go to a completely blockchain economy. But yeah, me too. It'll take a while. Yeah, definitely. Um. Last question. Also, I just forgot that we don't do it. We haven't done our like communal breath in a while. Oh yeah. Um, should we do one before this question? For this one specifically? Yeah, I think I need a breath yes. for it. And we need context. Give context. We'll give context too. Okay. Um, all right, let's take the breath first. I've had my candle every time. <sighs> yeah, I've been having my candle too. Super zen. <coughs> all right. So the question that we're posing right now, and I'm sure we'll be back to this because we can never really tell, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is are we living in a simulation? Mm -hmm. Which we've been on a lot. I feel like we've asked this a bunch of times. Maybe. I definitely say it's a very strong maybe. Um, I'm pinching myself right now. But I, I don't know if mm-hmm. that works. I'm pinching myself right now. I don't know if that works for st- simulations. Simulations. Yeah, uh, it's all a part of it. I think it all just is like such a crazy progression that we've been on. Mm-hmm. And we just get closer to and closer. And it's hard to harder to tell. Um, I think NFTs are the next progression of that because they're a digital version of the physical things that we already have today. Mm-hmm. So NFTs would pretty much be like the the chair like if you had a house nfts would be the chairs the the desk the the uh hair pick things like that Mm -hmm. um i think in the future that a lot of things are going to be running off of nfts uh in my opinion so i think we're just getting closer and closer to that and i feel stronger and stronger that the higher the likeliness that we are in one Mm mm-hmm so you think we are <laughs> yeah all right so does anything matter i think yeah i don't think i don't think that it's a bad thing if we are i don't see what the the whole point it is what it is it's to me i still feel very good with my life i still feel fulfilled when i go to the gym and when i have conversations and when i record podcasts you know um yeah, that's true. I guess it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like i'm doing it for no reason yeah or that like i don't matter you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think some people take it to like, like, I think that they hold too much importance onto, to themselves yeah. to, to accept that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, uh, the Rick and Morty, like, show me what you've got. <laughs> yeah. That's the simulation with like one day show we're just gonna got. all the aliens are gonna show up and they're gonna be show me what you got and then I'm gonna try to dance and they'll just vaporize me. Hey, well you tried. <sighs> yeah, at least I tried. Um I don't think we're in a simulation, but it also wouldn't surprise me. No. But do you concede that at some point with the technology that we'll have, we'll be able to create a a uh, a a simulation that's indistinguishable from real life. Yeah, possibly. So then like at that point, it would also be very possible that either a more advanced or older species would be able to create that same form of technology and that we would be living in that simulation. And then that the likeliness that we're in a a a further version of that simulation is more likely than us being in the original base reality. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I that's the, once I get to that point, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so what if yeah yeah if we start if we're able to make like a perfect simulation. But then we are also in a simulation. But what if yeah, the exactly. pe- what if the people that are controlling our simulation 
are in a simulation. Exactly. So the likeliness that we're in the original <laughs> reality is so small. Good thing we took that breath, dude. I'd be having a panic attack thinking about this without. If... <laughs> There's a reason we have to breathe, light the candles, <laughs> like get ourselves together, get our bearings together. Yeah, right. Jesus. So, and but there's a lot of things in that. Like, there's a lot of things in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably be revisiting that question as the future keeps Yo, taking throw that over. On. Yeah, throw that on. Oh, yeah. I'll put that as an Instagram question. Um, I'll probably put yeah, a couple see, of these we'll on. Potentially for another episode. I feel like there's a lot to talk about there. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, did you want to touch on anything else? No, I feel pretty good. Um, I just want to say I'd love if when when if we do have when we do our next episode, I have the questions for um, potential next episodes to talk about um, that people just keep uh, keep voting and keep interacting because it's been huge for us. Um, we've seen a lot of movement on the needle um, over the past like month, month and a half, and it's really because of the interactions that people have with the the podcast mm-hmm. on the instagram or directly with us so thank you guys and we're gonna keep putting content and we hope you guys keep interacting yeah thank you very much um all the interactions really help a lot all all the people who yeah. vote in the polls uh thank you for that um mm-hmm. if you want to follow us on instagram it's at DTMS underscore podcast. Um, that's where we post all of our polls. Uh, we ask like what you want to hear on the next podcast or just some of these questions that we go over in our podcast. We'll relay them to you and try to get some of your input. And like Z said, we really like that. And we like to see all of your guys's uh, reactions and stuff. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, next week we'll be on the growth of the esports industry. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So check in on that. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah, check in with us. Yeah. Peace. All right. Peace.